Hello, and welcome to the Libo with Jacqueline podcast. I am so glad that you're here. It's been a couple weeks as I took some time away from social media and honestly, just pure content creation. It's like this hamster wheel you have to just be constantly running on. And when you're a one-woman show, it can feel exhausting, which probably tells you it may be time to hire support. That doesn't mean you're going to lose me, but I've been thinking about it. And so I think at some point in, you know, probably 2024, it's going to be time for me to figure out, you know, what's the next phase for LWJ? What are we doing here? It's funny, I didn't mean for that to be the intro, but it is because this week's podcast is entitled, Are You the Supporter or the Sabotager? Oh boy. Now listen, you can be one or the other, maybe sometimes a little bit of both. And you can be that to yourself or you can be it to a person in your life who has set up some goals. What do I mean by supporter or sabotager? Which, I mean, come on, like the name descriptions are pretty self-explanatory. But I got to call you on your bullshit. You guys are self-sabotaging all the fucking time. And then you're whining about it. Like, oh, I don't know. I just, like, I don't want to miss out on the fun. And I want to be able to go do this. And I want to be able to eat this thing. And I want to be able to drink this thing. Listen, I get it. I'm literally just like you. I'm about to head out on a trip. It involves Napa, California. Come on now. What do we think is happening out there? She's not going out there not having vino. Okay, but I also have a plan of being like, all right, I know what's happening there. And then I still have a bunch of more days out west. So how you got to take care of yourself, you know? I'm not currently tracking my food. I will be starting soon. So I already know what's coming ahead of me. But I got to tell you, I just thought about what if I started my program prior to this travel and I was going to um and I really thought that might be a good idea just because guess what like sometimes the accountability during the tough times is really what we need but then also sometimes you have to sit back and say huh the timing isn't really right at all and it actually would be better for me to push this off a little bit of time and I'll wait till then. And then in the meantime, what can I do now? And this is where most people make a mistake. They're like, okay, uh, sorry, starts on Monday. And I'm like, well, well maybe, but what are you setting? How are you laying the groundwork? The foundation to walk right on up. So you are like cruising, coming in a hot first day at camp, feeling sexy AF. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, if you're really starting your things, what, after a Labor Day? 
third week of September, that's when I see most people come back to me. Um, I hope you're doing something right now to walk the path to get you to where you want to go. I call it forecasting, right? And now we're forecasting out what it's going to look like in the future, but then are we getting out for those 10 or 15 or 20 minute walks? Are we starting to lift heavier in the gym right now? Are we making phone calls to personal trainers? Are we thinking about, oh, how is it going to be when I want to meal prep? Like, who's grocery shopping now that the kids are in school this day and that day and I pick up on this day and that day? Like, those are the things you need to start thinking about so it's not all of a sudden just looming over your head that third week of September and you're wishing you would have started now. Because you can start, quote unquote, now and then have those little tiny things add up so when all of a sudden it's time to track and time to really be consistent in the gym, it's already there waiting for you. You just got to button it up. That's a supportive attitude. The sabotager? Oh, man. That sabotager is eking out every single ounce of summer that's left and saying, but we just have three more weeks. I will tell you that I was also this person this past weekend. <laughs> Are you shocked? Come on. It's like a little angel and a little devil. They're so cute just sitting on your shoulder right there. But I got to tell you, one of them needs to weigh heavier than the other. And then sometimes the little devil, she needs to just go back in her little cage and just sit over there for a while. <laughs> It's true. I, you know, New England can be a challenging time. I say this all the time. But this year was no exception. It was almost worse because January, aka January, where it was so flipping cold and the rain was just coming down. We were like, is this shit ever going to end? And when will summer start? It really was kind of after the 4th of July. And then all of a sudden, here we are. And it's August 15th. And you're just like, I'm sorry, was it five weeks? <laughs> what? So that feels like a ripoff. Um, that's like the, what the 1988 eight-year-old Jacqueline would say. That's a freaking ripoff, Grandma. <laughs> Seriously, you're just like, oh, come on. I wait all year. I live here all year round for this. And this is all I get. I'm packing it in as much as I can. All the fun. Okay, so... That's not exactly the sabotager because you have a plan, right? Like I have a plan. It's happening, um, honestly, uh, mid-September, just like you, um, because that's my time for success. No shit's going to be in my way. But the sabotager, maybe during your time where you finally said, this is it. I'm locking and loaded in. I got my meal prep game strong. I got the sitters booked so I can hit my workouts three times a week. Uh, you know, this is feeling really, I got my step count. I got my new Garmin. I'm feeling sexy. Like, Ooh, I got a water bottle. She's a Stanley and whoa, I've been waiting on her. She took three weeks to come in. Literally you have it all on lock. You're just like happening. And then the call comes where you're like, Oh, we're having the holidays over here. Oh, you got to go to this impromptu work trip. Oh, you know, the kids on our travel soccer teams. And so all of a sudden your weekends are consumed with fast food drive throughs Oh, the partner says, oh, we never go out on dates anymore. We got to go to the state. Oh, girls night out. Let's go here. We're going to start with pregame drinks in my house. Wait, these are the sabotagers.
Now, they only can sabotage if you decide to let them. Okay? You might be like, oh, Jacqueline. I thought this was live well with Jacqueline. Where's the freaking balance on and off the plate? I never said you couldn't go. I never said you couldn't do. What I'm telling you is you got to have a plan in place. And sometimes you do have to say no. Sometimes you have to make an executive decision and say, I'm the person in charge of me and nobody else knows this plan except for me and what I really want. And so right now, my priorities are this, this, and this. And it doesn't mean I don't want to hang out with you. It doesn't mean I don't want to have a sexy date. It doesn't mean I want to sit on the sidelines by myself just eating a stupid salad over in this freaking lunchbox that I brought. Sometimes we have to do that, by the way. I make a joke about it, but sometimes you are supporting yourself by thinking of future you and saying, okay, I'm traveling for work. This is right from the headlines. This girlfriend of mine, she's like, hey, uh, I'm sitting here. I'm eating a salad at the bar. Everybody else is ordering pizza. I'm already looking up the Orange Theory classes that I can go to when I get to my destination. I'm like, high five, girl. Seriously? Yeah. Next step would be tossing some yogurts and some turkey roll-ups into that little mini fridge. Maybe you had an instant carted to your place. Or there's a Trader Joe's around the corner. You can snag a few instead of getting the croissant downstairs, Right? That's the shit I pull when I go actually stay in Seaport with Jonathan. You know, that's that's supportive. That's supportive of you. That's supportive of future you. The next step then is to ask for the support from others around you. I recently had a client. She's been on and off with me for a couple of years. Absolutely adore this human. And one of her sticky spots is the weekends. It's like a big sticky spot. It's a sticky spot for a lot of us, right? You've heard me talk about it. Like, I love going out with JP. We have our sexy date nights every Saturday night. Everybody knows this. Okay, it's no surprise. What does Jacqueline order when she gets there? We know. It definitely involves buffalo cauliflower. Couple martinis. Whatever the special is, I eat half of it. And then it's not determined if there's dessert or not. Usually not there. Sometimes there's ice cream on the way home. It's just how it goes, okay? I already know what's happening. So I can plan for it. Well, that's going to look a little different on Saturday nights now. I'm still going to, my husband, first question, are we still going to have our dates? Of course we are, baby. I love you. We're going to go out. It's all right. I got you, boo. Because the old Jack would have been like, must maintain macro count, cannot go out to dinner. And he's, I'd be a fucking macro asshole. Um, the drink game is going to be different for shizzle. And, you know, what I'm going to order ain't going to be no buffalo cauliflower. It's going to be the grilled Thai shrimp. That's okay. I still love it. It's delicious. Or it's going to be the oysters. See? I didn't say you couldn't. Don't get all whiny on me saying, oh, I can't go out to dinner anymore. No, you can. But you best damn well know what you're doing because I'll tell you something. Do you know why food tastes so good while you're at a restaurant? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Do you know why? Do you know why? They use a fuck ton of fat. Yes. It's a literal measurement. It's called a fuck ton. (laughs) That's why it tastes so good. Fat is delicious. I love how it tastes. It makes me happy. I'm more predicated towards a um, preference for fat, not carbs. Uh, It's just me. 
I love it. And it's why restaurants do so good at making their food taste good because they use a lot of it. Lots of butter, lots of oil, all those things. That shit's hidden in stuff you wouldn't believe. But I didn't get the fries, Jackie. I didn't order the ribeye. I'm like, I know. But guess what? Like, the size that you're ordering, unless you get them steamed, like shit's drizzled in olive oil for shizzle. I mean, that's just what's happening. Okay, so you have to be aware. You really don't understand unless you've been in there and watch what they do. Oh, I ordered the fish. Yeah, well, they're spooning butter and oil over it every single time to like poach that shit. That's how it goes. Okay, so a lot of people really underestimate the amount of calories consumed dining out. So my general idea is one to two meals out per week if you're really focused. Oof, that can be hard. Yep, it is. But you can do it. You just got to know what to order. And you also have to be aware of your portion size. Like that's, that's it, man. So back to my client. She came to me and we've been working through this, trying to do the weekends. We've approached it in so many different angles, right? I've given different calorie values for the weeks and the weekends. I've talked about let's do a free meal and be really strict during, you know, the week and the weekend. And like you can have a kind of, not a, we don't ever say cheat meal in this house. No, no, no. We call it a free meal where it's untracked, where you're just using mindfulness practices, but definitely don't have to touch MFP and you're just having a little bit more relaxed time. Do you know what changed the game for this girl? This lovely human? I didn't even tell her to do this. She came in to one check-in and she recruited her husband to do his own program. So he went and signed up. He went and signed up with Jordan Syatt. You know we love Jordan Syatt. So what's so cool is he's kind of doing his thing. She's doing her thing with me. But they're holding hands across the party line. And they're together. They're supporting each other. I just could cry tears of joy. Because, like, I wanted that for her. I didn't say it. I'm not going to say that, right? But she figured it out. And she's like, holy shit, if I'm going to get this shit done... If I'm going to make the scale move, if I'm going to make my clothes feel better, if I'm going to feel more confident in my body, I got to record. I got to, I got to recruit support. So she did. They have a whiteboard going on. They're planning their meals home and they're planning their meals out. And I'm like, this is sexy. Can we make that sexy? When we have that support together, it feels like it's fun and it's not a letdown. <sighs> you guys underestimate the the support level. And that's not just a partner in your house. When you have somebody who's on your side and they're willing to like go that distance with you and not make you feel like a piece of crap because you don't want to go out to dinner or because you want to go somewhere different or because you don't want to order dessert and you'd rather have it at home. What the fuck is that anyways? That's not fair. And maybe you're not communicating your needs properly. Maybe you're not having strict enough boundaries and saying, I love you. It's not that I don't want to go on a date with you. Let's go do this together. This is what I need. Let's figure out some places we can go to together so we can both enjoy our time together. Because right now I have this goal and I've been working on this for a year, five years, 10 years. I'm sick and tired of it taking my mind space. If I focus these next 16 weeks, yes, these next 16 weeks, these next 32 weeks, whatever it is, you can get through this. Instead of it being like this all-encompassing fucking rainy umbrella crap, Trust me, I was on that roller coaster for 25 years. It's so exhausting. But if you lock down and just say, hey, I'm really going to do this. What's it going to take? 
let me pay attention for this period of time on this on this calendar, you can get it done. So asking for that support. What about asking for support in your movement? Ooh, are we hiring a sitter and not feeling guilty anymore? Because when you get to move for your mental health, you're not a crabby bitch. Yeah. Or what about saying, hey, honey, can you watch the kids on Saturday where I go hit this class and then I'm going to come back and then we can trade and then you can go. Yep. Just had another friend tell me they were doing that today. They're day three in. Amazing. It isn't easy when you got small kids. I know that. I don't have children myself, but guess what? I coach them. I coach the moms and dads who do. And this is how we do it. And this is how they start to find success. So sometimes you have to pay for the sitter. Sometimes you have to ask your partner. But you're worthy of asking for that support. Okay. Um, I didn't tell you this. We had a guest at our house this last week. And one of my favorite gym partners was here. He's seven. And like, (laughs) I wasn't going to not sneak out on a workout. Okay. I was going down. But I was kind of trying to be stealth mode about it to try to like finish it quickly and get out. And he's like, oh, time to work out. Finishes his cereal, runs downstairs, count my reps for me. And I'm also like, why are you such a slow counter? Again, I'm like, you got to pay attention over here. (laughs) This is a heavy hip thrust, pal. But I was like texting his mom. I'm like, I miss him. I miss my gym buddy. Like who's so holding me accountable to like get stronger and pushing me. What about that? Do you need a gym buddy? You're calling up your bestie. Maybe you're finding a new bestie. Ooh, maybe you're going to a new gym you've never gone to before and you're scared AF. Hint, hint, that's me. I haven't even told you guys that one yet. I'm joining a gym. What, Jacqueline? But you have such a beautiful home gym. I do. I also have some goals for the booty in the backside of mine. And they involve machines that I can't fit in my basement. And so I'm getting my ass to a gym. I'm scared. It's a little dark. It's a little sexy looking. And uh, I don't know anybody in there. And I'm just going to show up gonna you know get nerve sighted about it i got my little bag all packed ready for school i got my new my new shoes in there Mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be a thing come come along for that adventure over on instagram okay so but maybe but then maybe you make a friend at the gym and they expect to see you there and so then all of a sudden you're feeling like hey i'm building community i'm building support Maybe that's what you're missing. Maybe you're feeling lonely. Maybe, I mean, what the hell are you doing when no one's looking behind closed doors? Lying to yourself? Bullshitting yourself? Eating too much? Drinking too much? What are you doing? You're the only one who knows. And you're the only one who can make that true change and stop lying to yourself. So are you going to be the sabotager or the supporter? Can you hear all three Frenchies snoring in concert right now? Oh my God, was this episode helpful? Tell me, tell me on the gram. Can you screenshot it, share it into your stories? Maybe you share it with somebody, sideline text. I love a screenshot on the DMs though. And you telling me where it hits you the most. That feels good too. Maybe you could rate, review, or subscribe because getting my podcast into the ears of other people is so helpful. I've been doing this for a while now. I'd love to grow this. I feel like my message really is honest and authentic, and I know people out there need to hear it. 
As always, thank you for tuning in to the Live Well with Jacqueline podcast. Have a great day.